about 10 minutes before nine o'clock bringing in our teammate sandy max and this morning sandy you are fresh off the trip over to london where you took uh folks who listened to you on a on a beatles trip oh. and then you are using this as the launch point for your new show which debuts tonight yay does it debut o'clock. or does it premiere Ooh, premiere sounds dun, 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 oh, dun, i like premiere dun, dun, dun. tonight yeah. we're gonna roll out the red carpet for what's show on is tap. called what's on tap six o'clock an so hour what is long on tap? what's on tap <laughs> Well, you just heard some Beatles. There's, uh, well, What's on Tap is a show about culture and creativity in Wisconsin and around the world. So looking at relevant topics and newsworthy topics through that cultural lens. And I loved your interview yesterday with Milwaukee Ballet's Michael Pink. Loved hearing that. And that's some of the kind of interviews, but also experiences. Like I imagine myself going through the King Tut exhibition that's at uh, the Baird Center now with an academic. Like, let's see how historically accurate it is and have some fun. So bring experiences. So Sandy's going to ruin that for all of you. No, (laughs) no, no. no. (laughs) This isn't real. No, no, but just that immersive. Because you've got to think if if there's an academic and you love this now being surrounded by that. You know, kid in a candy store kind of thing. But being able to address those sort of topics and as much as fun, it's going to be spotlighting creativity and culture. There can be a useful aspect to it. For example, you know, the Monday after the terrible main shooting and we heard about PTSD and you had that wonderful conversation with our teammate Brandon Snide about his experiences as a veteran. I would love to be able to talk to Feast of St. Crispian, who does great arts work working with Shakespeare and veterans, guitars for vets. Like there are a lot of other ways other than just the kind of the clinical VA that we think of mm-hmm. to right. help veterans right. and also improve our community, give people hope and a creative outlet. But great topic for today's show because the Beatles have launched a new song. <gasps> well, who's you left two... of the Beatles? And the... He's all right. snarky about it. You, you were both lukewarm about it this morning. I was driving <laughs> in. You started, Eric. You're like, meh. Maybe. This is the thing. Wasn't that bad. It was close. It was really is it, close. Have you heard? Now wait. It doesn't drop till nine o'clock. We are nine so. minutes away from the new if it's a good and song, last fine. Beatles song. Okay, I'm just not optimistic. It's a good song. Oh, I am. You I are? really am. I'm excited about it. We'll talk about it tonight on What's on Tap. Um, I think it was misrepresented with AI at first. I thought we all thought it was going to be like auto-tuned, but yeah. because of that huge Beatles documentary Get Back with Peter Jackson of Hobbit fame and all mm-hmm. that, it was Peter Jackson getting this technology, they finally could separate this 1970s demo of John Lennon and piano. They finally could separate and isolate that vocal track and put it with George Harrison's guitar. So I like to call them the Threedles. So Paul, Ringo, and George got together with this Lennon track and really tried to do something with it and just couldn't because they couldn't separate the piano. Now, ta-da, that technology exists, so we will hear it. The George audio is from like the 90s or something, right? Yeah. Yes. So it's a really interesting way to preserve this spirit. And I think that Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr took this very seriously. It, it isn't just to okay make some money, money right. grab. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what you say. But but it was it seemed to have a lot of magic because this was a vocal track that they had worked with for a long time. So we will hear that song tonight. We will discuss. Do you really want or need a new Beatles song? And a friend of mine, Cheryl Pavelski, Grammy Award winner, two time Grammy Award winner, uh, she specializes in legacy recordings with her independent record label. And I want to get her opinion on: Do we really want or need, and what does this mean? 
for the future of music. And we're going to hear more from your trip from overseas as well, yes? I went to Strawberry Field in Liverpool and many other destinations, and uh, you'll get a a virtual tour of Strawberry Field that I took uh, with Sue Harvey. She's just lovely, and you get to hear a good Liverpool accent. And then I got curious. I'm like, is there a Strawberry Field kind of in Wisconsin? Looked it up. Is there? There's a woman who owns a graphic design company called Strawberry Fields Design, and she has created an entire Beatles-themed Airbnb close oh, to Lambeau awesome. Field. I had to go get a tour. Her name is Addie. Um, there's even a Paul McCartney in a phone box in the bathroom for the shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and is there any way we can get a taste of Sue uh, when you're overseas? Is that do you have that you available? Like, yes. Sure. Yeah, can we sure. Hear from her? I asked her what the most surprising thing is about touring Strawberry Field now for a lot of Beatles fans. They're amazed that they can actually come beyond the gates now. So the fact that the gates were closed for so long after the children's home closed, and really even before then you couldn't you couldn't come beyond the gates. I mean, John, John shouldn't have come beyond the gates. He was jumping over the wall to play in the gardens. The fact that people could actually walk beyond the gates and have that connection with Strawberry Field and their connection, their personal connection with John and the Beatles and the song was quite an emotional thing for a lot of people. And it's a cool space because it was originally a Salvation Army home for children. And that's why John Lennon was popping over mm-hmm. and, uh, and it made such an impact in his life. It was the inspiration for the Beatles song, Strawberry Fields. And they also still use it not only as a Beatles interactive exhibition where the piano where Imagine was is on display. Oh, it's amazing. There's a beautiful garden. But it also is a training center for young people with learning disabilities. So it's still this active spot. It wasn't open in 2018 when I on my first trip to Liverpool, so I was super excited to stroll the grounds with Sue. So you'll hear more of that tour, um, and we'll indulge in some Beatles and other things. Six o'clock tonight, first episode of What's on Tap.